Welcome to Ball Talk Deep, where we talk deep about ball. It's Andrade and Irwin back at it again. Drop a like, drop a sub, drop a comment before we get into it. We post five videos a week. And this time around, you already know we're celebrating Mr. Triple Double, a.k.a. Russell Westbrook. A.k.a. Brody, a.k.a. Mr. Triple Double. Mr. Triple Double, because as of May 10th, 2021, the man has surpassed Oscar Robertson. The big and an almost 50-year-old record. As the most for having the most triple doubles in an entirety career as of today, and he still has uh years left in his career, so that's insane. Yeah, he's man. definitely gonna push that benchmark. He might be able to want to push it to a point where like nobody's gonna catch up, yeah. And I definitely wanted to address this on BTD because there's a lot of opinions, um, and it's a wide spectrum of opinions on uh. People's feelings and takes on Russell Westbrook chasing these triple doubles and individual stats. And, you know, there's a stat padding thing. There's like, what does it mean to you? Uh, the history behind it, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to tackle three things. What is this? Uh, how special is this triple double to us personally? What about the stat padding issue? And what does this triple double mean to uh, to the game, the history of the NBA, the league, the game of basketball? So let's get into it. Of course, definitely. So uh, well, you started off. What, what does this mean to you personally as a fan? Does it mean anything to you? Personally, as a fan, no, not too much. Uh, because Russell Westbrook does not play for my favorite team. I think it'll, it'll hold a lot more weight if, uh, if he took his talents to South Beach. But uh, fortunately... And unfortunately, depending on who you ask, uh, he did it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it carries weight, but at the same time, no, no, it doesn't. Okay, okay. For me personally, I'm kind of on the same boat, but not as much. Um, it, I do feel something for it because we got to witness it in real time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I watched every Westbrook game or a bunch of OKC games. But because that's where he did the majority of the triple doubles. Yeah. But I did watch a couple, been keeping it up over the years. And obviously, nobody over the age or below the age of like 40 can say they watch Oscar Robertson. Yeah, do definitely it. not, man. And, and and the fact that it hasn't been done in 50 years just makes it even better. And yeah, he, yeah. And he's doing 47, it, I think. And he's doing it in today's NBA. That's that's why also like personally, I'm just like in awe and I'm just like, damn, this guy really did it. Like he's out here chasing rebounds, chasing the assist, getting the points. And Broussard has brought this up. This is something a lot of people always bring up. Like, okay, but he loses a lot. But in the games that he's Achieved a triple double. He has a seventy to seventy five percent win rate, which is pretty fucking high. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah. And another reason I personally um, and it, am in awe of it is just being in my twenties. Like, yeah, I'm still young, but knowing how the physical toll basketball takes on me now, I can't imagine being a professional athlete and like. Thinking like the physical requirements and exhaustion and and focus too, like mentally, but just the combination of everything. Not, I'm glad it happened as I'm older. Because if I saw like at 15, 14, whatever, I feel like I wouldn't be as personally in awe of it. Because like, I can thinking back then, like a lot of physical achievements, like yeah, they were amazing to me even then. But I didn't fully understand like how tiring it could take on your body. But in my twenties, like. 
I can feel, <laughs> like I feel it, you know what I mean? My knees feel it, my, yeah. my legs feel it. No, in your 20s, 30s, you're mentally mature enough to be able to understand the spectrum of, you know, what he acquired, you know? He, yeah, he yeah. And, and also because you physically feel it too. So that, that's what I find so impressive and, and can appreciate so much more at, at an older age than if I saw it like pre, like anytime in high school and before, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, definitely. And so what would be the second thing? Like, okay, based on what you're saying over here. All right, this ties in person for me personally too. It's the stat padding. So let's let's address the stat padding. With some BTD stats time. Um, no B. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can we can do we can look at his career stats, but um. But that's not gonna that's not gonna paint the whole picture. Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll, we'll address the stats more so in the thirteen. But let's actually no, we can address it in the stat pads too. Um. You want to do this? You want to do BTD stats time right now? Right now? Nah, I mean I'll leave it to you. Okay, okay. First thing I want to sh- talk about is, all right. Personally, I've never been a big fan of, of Westbrook, um, like individually. Why? I, especially early on, uh, a lot of it had to do with like I felt like he was a selfish player, hard to work with. Um, in the OKC days with KD, a lot of it I feel like even to this day, like KD was the one that adapted his game and like mentally and physically to what Russell and as opposed the other way around. And that's why I feel like Westbrook hasn't won a lot after KD left and even when he had KD. So that's a part of it. And then I do agree that the man chases after these individual stats. Like, bro. And the stories have been told by other players too. Like they will literally, you can see it within your eyes, but then like when you hear it in other interviews and stuff, like they are told or they know if they're not told, like to move um, away so Russell can get, you know, that rebound. And when I would hear stuff like that, I'm just like, damn, bro, oh, like that's, no, that's some bullshit. And the it's the, the thing that amazes me most, if you watch the, the last stat, that the, the 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 thing that crossed them over to cross that uh, Oscar Robertson thing was a rebound, and when you watch that clip, maybe I'll show it, maybe I won't. Um, he's another big man is gonna. I can't remember who it is exactly right now, but he's gonna get the rebound literally right next to Russ, and then he kind of like moves away so Russ can get that that re, and that was that last stat that he needed. To complete, to get that triple double for the night, and then push him over the edge over Oscar. So I think that is a great way and exemplifies like how he got there, how Russ got there. Also, I can't tell you how Robertson got there, but at this at the time, I don't think chasing these stats was as important. I think individually, yeah, they were chasing after stats, but I don't think it was like to make history. It's just like they were just playing the game to play the game. But it makes me wonder um, if it is true those stories about Russell Westbrook that he actually did do that. That it's gonna hit him as he gets older, uh, when he when he's gonna start chasing for what a ring. Oh, I feel because yeah, if feel he yeah. does that, that's not gonna fly on a on a on a team that you know. Is yeah, actually, yeah. That's I mean, lit. last year he didn't achieve a triple double, and he did adapt his game so he could like try mm-hmm. to win more. And then there's all also the COVID thing. But no, the reason I started with with that, which is that, like a lot of negative. Oh yeah, is that that and, that and your boy Mike D'Antoni was the coach. Yeah, so. but oh, <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Westbrook ended up winning me over as an individual athlete and player in the sense like I do respect him and I do admire what he does um, on court 
because he was able to do it for four fucking years slash seasons. The fact that he was able to do triple doubles for four seasons and, is insane. And the fact that he had a major injury in his time through, during OKC, and the fact that not only was he able to come back at that injury, but come back arguably just as good or even better that he did the triple doubles just speaks about his character and obviously, you know, the way that he was able to persevere with that. No, facts. And... Tying into what I was saying previous, it's like if he only did it for one year, then cool. the stat padding excuse um, would be more effective in discrediting like his triple double achievement for a year. But no, guys, he did it for four years. And like I can guarantee you that even if there are other NBA players or even just basketball players in any other league chasing after a triple double, I don't think they would be able to do it for four years, especially in the NBA. Like, think about how much. And tying back to my personal awe, like physical and mental toll that takes on you, like chasing after the numbers. So yeah, part of me is like, damn, you stab padded, bro. But objectively speaking, do you guys like think about like put yourself in the shoes, like how hard it would be to fill up those stats? It's insane. So especially the rebounds, man, as a point guard. Yes. Yeah, and that's an okay. That's another great point. The guy is 6'3", listed at 6'3", so he might actually be like 6'1", 6'2", in, in reality. Um, so it's just like, the fact that he's not a big man and he's chasing after these rebounds, and then even when, you, when you're chasing after the assist, because it's easy to get points if you can get points, like if you just have that offensive talent, but it's like, damn, you got to distribute the ball. You have to like mentally tell yourself, game in, game out, like, okay, I got to distribute at least 10 of these motherfuckers enough times to get that triple double for the year and same with rebound so it's just like look the stat padding excuse i get it i was on that boat and i still am to an extent mm -hmm. but it's like it's not enough to discredit in a major way the fact that this guy is legitimately the mr triple double with the most triple doubles in the history of the nba and was able to do it for four years four years Crazy. and he might even do it more often we don't know yes Especially on the Wizards, they're not gonna probably go to the play. I mean, maybe they. Uh, I don't know, man. They might. They might be that tense yeah, that makes yeah. it to the finals. What? <laughs> that but still, like, regardless of all that, we could. That's a different conversation. Regular season, this guy, or just in general, this guy is able to do it, and that is special in its own way. And coming from a non-Russell Westbrook fan, like. You guys have to understand that deserves its own respect, and you gotta give credit where it's due. And Russell Westbrook deserves that credit. Brody deserves that credit. Now, give him his flowers while he's still here, while yes. he's still playing. Facts, too. absolutely. And this actually is gonna tie into the third part that you were saying over here. What is this gonna mean for what? The NBA, the game, the, the game. NBA, the game of basketball, NBA history. Honestly, this means a lot. I honestly don't think it hasn't hit us yet. You know, to be to be honest, I agree with you, with you. and I think they, a big part of that is because of the social media age they, we live. They, in. There's going to be something, in my opinion, going to be watching 10, 15 years down the road on YouTube or whatever other platform is going on, and you're seeing a clip on ESPN, you know, classic or anything like that. Westbrook going for the triple double record. No facts, or, you know, or, facts. It kind of like what people say with LeBron's career. Yeah. Um, but to the game, I don't, I don't know how many fans feel this or understand this or aware of it um but i agree with like what people like um some people have said like isaiah thomas chris broussard now 
after Russell Westbrook achieving this triple-double record, the story of the NBA and its rich history cannot be told without mentioning Russell Westbrook because of how unique and rare that feat is. Like, that is that is a real thing. A great example is, here's a, a, a link or a, a, I'll put an image. First Things First did a great coverage on this with uh, Chris Boussard and Nick Wright even agreed. Like, this... Because of how unique and rare this feat is, when you're talking about the National Basketball Association, there's there's big things that are always mentioned. MJ6 rings, the bird and magic rivalry, the Wilt 100-point game. Ray Allen shot. The... <laughs> yeah, you're laughing Actually, that, yeah, actually, laughing yeah that, I think that's... so. Um, and this this is one of them. This is if you want to rank how in terms of priority in the historical context of it, or like how much it stands out, that's a different conversation. We're not gonna get into that, but it's there. It's there, and this achievement solidifies Russell Westbrook as a Hall of Famer. This man might never make it to the playoffs again for the rest of his career, never win a championship. He could knock on wood, get injured, and not play another day in the NBA. He's already solidified in the NBA Hall of Fame because of this record. Now, but with you saying, bringing that up before... Which, by the way, that already I, solidifies the history of it. I think this might weigh, weigh down in history with the unfortunate fact that this man has not gotten... Well, he, he did get close. He made the finals. Made the finals you know, yeah. OKC. But he, did, he wasn't able to win that championship. Yeah. Per se. Similar to like, okay, I, I, not the same player, obviously, but Charles Barkley, you know, he's, he's arguably an all-time great but he gets reminded of, especially with Shaq. Oh, Shaq he doesn't Shaq, have that. Bro. He doesn't have that ring, man. He no, doesn't have that ring. And look, actually, speaking of Barkley, I'm not gonna play this clip right now, guys. And we're not gonna go into this. But if you guys want, we can cover this. Chris Broussard brought up. Oh yeah, I posted on BTD Twitter. In his opinion, I I, I gotta think about this a little more. But it did make me think that this triple double objectively solidifies Russell Westbrook as the greatest. NBA player to never win a championship. Would you guys agree with that? And would you guys like us to ta- to tackle that topic? Because I'm down. We'll definitely need to sit down with that and like you know really script that out and like think about it. Because there's that. Ooh, now she. we're comparing to like the history, yeah, of the NBA. Yeah, there's a but lot. That of great, was an interesting thing to say. There's a lot of great players. Yeah, on that and list. Bussard knows his history. So him saying that also gives me some. I'm like, okay, comes from a man with some with credibility. But it was something that got my. My, my my wheels turning. I was of like, course. okay, okay. Okay. But you guys let us know what you guys think in the comments, man. Should we do that topic? Do you think he's the best player ever to yeah. ever win a ring? Do you think Russell Westbrook even is going to win a ring? And oh, with who? that's a good question. And uh, same three ways we tackle this. How special is this uh, triple-double achievement by, by Russ to you personally? Yeah. What do you think it means for the game of or the, the league in general and its history? And how do you guys feel about the whole stat padding, excuse and reasoning when brought up because of, you know, him achieving this triple-double and how he did it and whatever? Exactly. But either way, man, appreciate all the love and the hate. You guys already know. Catch us on Twitter, TikTok, Ball Talk Deep, where we talk deep about ball. We'll catch you guys soon for now. Later.